This message comes from NPR sponsor Capital One. The Capital One Venture X business card earns unlimited double miles on every purchase. Capital One, what's in your wallet? Terms and conditions apply. Find out more at CapitalOne.com slash VentureXBusiness. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Corva Coleman. President Biden will go to Dover Air Force Base in Delaware today. He'll attend the dignified transfer of the three U.S. Army reservists who were killed at a U.S. military base in Jordan last weekend. NPR's Windsor Johnston reports Iranian-backed militants have claimed responsibility for the attack. The White House says it's working to identify which Iranian-backed rebel group is responsible for the drone strike and is carefully weighing next steps. Earlier this week, President Biden said that he's decided how to respond but didn't offer any specifics. Sergeants William Rivers, Kennedy Saunders and Brianna Moffitt all served in the Army Reserve and were assigned to George's Fort Moore. In a statement, Biden extended his condolences to their families, calling them patriots in the highest sense. Windsor Johnston, NPR News. Washington. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer says the Senate is on track to vote on a bill that includes aid to Ukraine and Israel and for U.S. border security measures. But hardline House Republicans say they oppose the measure. Even if it passes the Senate, House Speaker Mike Johnson might not even bring the bill up for debate. Meanwhile, congressional Democrats are condemning the standoff between Texas officials and the federal government. From Texas Public Radio, Gage Davila reports it's over immigration at the southern U.S. border. With Texas State Police and National Guardsmen continuing to refuse Border Patrol agents access to a section of the border in Eagle Pass, four Democratic members of Congress held a conference call with reporters to discuss the situation. Austin Representative Greg Casada says Congress is considering a border bill that includes aid to Ukraine. He says it won't fix the problems at the border. This isn't an actual deal on immigration, to be clear. The deal that is being presented is Ukraine money in exchange for harsh anti-immigrant policies. Casado was joined on the call by representatives Veronica Escobar, Joaquin Castro, and Jamie Raskin. For NPR News, I'm Gage Davila in McAllen, Texas. There's been a deadly small plane crash in Clearwater, Florida, on the state's Gulf Coast. The plane crashed into a mobile home last night. Clearwater Police Chief Eric Gandy says several people were killed both in the plane and in the home. We do have visually several fatalities on the ground um, and we'll be working through that scene as the night progresses to further clarify what we have. The exact number of deaths is not yet known. At least three other mobile homes were burned. Clearwater authorities say the pilot had radioed to the airport they were having trouble before disappearing from radar. The Labor Department releases the monthly jobs report this morning. Forecasters are expecting employment in January was robust. You're listening to NPR. Tomorrow is South Carolina's Democratic primary election. It's the first time President Biden will appear on a ballot this election cycle. He did not appear on the ballot in New Hampshire's primary last month. The Democratic National Committee declared it would only recognize South Carolina as the first primary this year. A former CIA software engineer has been sentenced to 40 years in federal prison for leaking classified hacking tools to the whistleblowing platform WikiLeaks. Joshua Schulte has also been convicted of possessing images of child abuse. 
At least three people have been killed and more than 270 others injured following a huge explosion in Kenya's capital, Nairobi. Michael Koloki has more. According to a statement by Kenya's government spokesperson, Isaac Mwaura, a truck that was carrying gas cylinders exploded in a neighborhood of Nairobi late last night. Mwaura added that following an explosion, several homes in the area, as well as a nearby garment factory, went up in flames. The Kenya Red Cross said that several people were rushed to nearby hospitals to seek treatment. The country's National Police Service said it is investigating the incident. Meanwhile, the Kenyan government has sent condolences to the families of those who lost their lives in the fire. For NPR News, I'm Michael Kaloki in Nairobi. Fans of the Pennsylvania groundhog Punxsutawney Phil are waiting for dawn. It's Groundhog Day, and if Phil comes out and sees his shadow, groundhog fans say he is predicting six more weeks of winter. I'm Corva Coleman, NPR News in Washington.